Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about new counter-fraud strategies for the insurance industry. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Brian Bannigan. He's the Global Marketing Leader in the Insurance Group with IBM. Brian, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's my pleasure to speak with you. This topic of fraud is just fascinating. So just to level set our discussion, what do you see as the top evolving fraud trends in insurance today? Well, Tom, with no surprise, the cost of fraud is rising. For the property and casualty industry in the U.S. alone, it amounts to $32 billion a year. And from another perspective, maybe something more real for the listeners, the yearly cost of insurance fraud per American family is about $950 a year. Now, there are a number of converging forces that are shaping a new era of fraud risks. First, we're seeing an increase in sophisticated and frequent fraud schemes. So these are schemes that share traits such as being multinational in nature or multidimensional, and they use advanced technologies, and they're well-organized. Now, organized crime is realizing that fraud is a very safe and attractive work environment for them. Prosecutors have too many cases on their hands, and nobody gets physically hurt, and there are limited barriers to entry. We're also seeing that fraud is no longer acceptable as a cost of doing business. The pay-and-chase model has too many negative consequences in the form of high operational or loss adjustment expense costs, too many false positives, excessive fraud losses, fines and restitutions, and, of course, damage to your brand name. After all, who wants to buy a policy from an insurer that's in the front page news, right? And finally, customer expectations and technologies are also on the rise. Insurers, rightfully so, want to make things more convenient for their policyholders. They want to improve engagement for them through technology and approaches like connected devices, and you may have heard of the Internet of Things or IoT. But you know what? The easier you make it for these customers, the more channels you give them, then the easier it is for the fraudsters to do what they do best, and that's to commit fraud. So, Brian, given that threat landscape, what do you find to be maybe the biggest challenges that claims offers specifically face when it comes to striking that balance between stopping fraud and timely settlements? Well, Tom, the biggest challenge in reducing improper payments from fraud, and we also classify fraud alongside with waste and abuse, it boils down to understanding behaviors and relationships. That's where the biggest challenges are. So how do you identify behaviors? So someone may report a break-in and theft of jewelry at their home at night. Sounds legit, right? But home burglaries tend to be during the day. So how legit is that, really? And how do you identify relationships? This is where you need to find connections that lead to organized crime rings that are staging events or laundering money. Now, it can be providers and third parties as well that are colluding for improper billing or payments. Now, Brian, what's wrong with many of the traditional counter-fraud solutions that organizations have deployed? Well, at IBM, we see the lines blurring across fraud, cybersecurity, and operational risk. Now, what's the difference among these? Fraud is an intentional act of deception, and theft is just flat-out stealing. But these perpetrators are sometimes the same bad guys. In the future, fraud will be coupled with cyber theft or cyber risk activity. What this means is that the systems of tomorrow need to be flexible and agile to address these dynamics. 
So Brian, talk to me a little bit about IBM. How are you helping customers to improve fraud detection, investigation, and resolution? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, those three areas, Tom, because we see it at IBM as a holistic approach to fighting fraud. And our approach is based on one that favors agility over raw power. And that approach is based on making observations using technology such as big data, drawing insights with advanced analytics. It's around making decisions with decision management, and then just as importantly, taking action based on that data and insights by integrating the information, the insights, and decisions into your business processes. And in some cases, it's a claims process for insurance, right? And then it's feeding those learnings back into the loop. So, Tom, it's important to know fighting fraud is a business issue, not a technology one. One of our clients, Remax Seguros, needed to identify ways to increase revenues or decrease their costs or leakage. So they identified opportunities to reduce hundreds of millions of dollars of fraud leakage using counter-fraud capabilities. Now, I, I talked about our, our approach. Our methodology comes to life in the form of four capabilities and phases, and we call this collectively our counter-fraud management solution. So the first capability is detection. So insurers need to detect if a transaction is potentially fraudulent in a time frame where it can be stopped. This is usually during a transaction, such as when an insurance claim is submitted. The next capability is respond. Insurers need to manage the response and take the next best action once the fraud has been identified. And then the third capability is investigations. This is where insurers need to confirm suspicions by efficiently and effectively investigating identified fraud. And the final capability I'll talk about is called discovery. This is typically a historical view where insurers need to identify fraudulent schemes, firms, or other actors by looking through historical data and finding patterns and anomalies. Now, Brian, I'm aware that IBM has made some recent ventures to improve the counter-fraud efforts. Could you describe those for us, please? Yeah, I'm going to hone in on one in particular, and that's our investigative and forensic capabilities, which is built on a case management platform, Tom. So the goal is to perform and manage deep inquiries into suspicious activities to compile evidence and build cases. This is what investigations are all about. So usually we think about prosecution, but it's difficult to take the perpetrators to court unless they're high profile. So what we're seeing is the use of investigative capabilities to confirm suspicions, build better behavioral models and rules, and also build relationship watch lists. Ultimately, the goal is to make the bad guys go somewhere else and take your company out of the crosshairs of the fraudsters. Now, investigations are very unstructured by nature. And what do I mean by this? The processes take many different paths. It's difficult to program an investigation. And as you build evidence, the information you're dealing with from interviews, documents, photos, videos, they're all unstructured too. Very tough to digest in our traditional systems. Now, our technology combines the investigative workflow with unstructured information and advanced analytics, but it puts the case at the center. And this integration is very important as you're trying to build your case and determining both relationships and behaviors, what I had talked about earlier. Now, you need to do this very quickly and be very effective. You have to do this in a compressed cycle because you have only so many resources. And one of the insurers we're working with, each investigator is managing 35 cases alone. 
Now, our case management capabilities have flexible rules, can integrate multiple information sources, both structured and unstructured. It provides transparency and high-tight integration with various analytic capabilities from contextual, forensic, social media, and geospatial analytics. Now, a, a case of our investigative uh, capabilities, I'll, I'll share one of our clients who's a multi-line insurance carrier in North America, and they're undergoing a fraud transformation. Now, they have disparate systems, which is not unheard of, especially as companies and insurers are, are um, integrating and acquiring. Um, but this drives operational efficiencies. And they also have high false positive rates in their current models and rules. Now, they're using IBM's case management capabilities to drive investigative productivity, so they want to be more productive. I mentioned the 35 cases that one investigator has alone, and then also improve case management workflow and automation. So, Brian, let's take a minute to look ahead. What do you see as some of the fraud trends and solutions that you envision as being big in 2016? Uh, that's a great question, Tom. At IBM, we feel cognitive will play a major role in any business that's being transformed by digital, and cognitive will play a major role in addressing fraud for insurers. Now, where does this fit? We see two areas. Uh, one is discovery. That's the phase and capabilities that I talked about earlier. Ultimately, the most powerful tool that cognitive businesses will possess is far better headlights into an increasingly volatile and complex future. So these headlights are becoming more important, especially when it comes to fraud. By applying cognitive to vast amounts of data, insurers can uncover patterns, opportunities, and actionable hypotheses that would be virtually impossible to discover using traditional research or programmable systems alone. Another area where cognitive can come into play for fraud is elevating expertise. For the folks writing fraud every day, we know their need for knowledge is expanding at a rate faster than any professional can keep up with. Cognitive systems help professionals keep pace. Cognitive systems are taught by leading experts, and they scale that expertise to every professional. This reduces the time required for a professional, such as an adjuster or an investigator, to become an expert. Brian, that's really helpful. One last question for you. We've talked about so much today. If you could boil it down, what one step would you recommend organizations take today to immediately improve their counter-fraud efforts? Insurers overall need to elevate the agenda. You can't fight fraud from the fraud or the special investigation units alone. These decisions need to be made at the C-level. For example, an insurer may say they want to be the easiest to do business with, so they're going to implement capability strategies and approaches to better cross-sell, upsell. They're going to improve their channels. But they may be opening the doors for fraud search by doing this. So the head of fraud should be making decisions alongside the CMO or head of personal lines. It shouldn't be an isolated uh, decision by that CMO or the head of personal lines or the the head of claims or fraud, they need to do this all together because all these systems are all interconnected. So um, my advice would be to elevate that uh, discussion up the agenda to the executives and C-level suite. Very good, Brian. That's excellent advice. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. And if, if anyone would like to know more about IBM's insurance fraud solutions, please look up ibm.com slash insurance. And you can also uh, look me up on Twitter at Brian Bannigan. Thank you. 
Very good. The topic has been new counter-fraud strategies for the insurance industry. We just heard from Brian Bannigan. He's the global marketing leader with insurance at IBM. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.